Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. Welcome to the most wonderful time of the year. It's November, and during this time of year, I get all giddy. (laughs) These last two months of the year are so action-packed and filled with holidays and celebrations, and I just love it. But with all this love and joy, there is one thing that I absolutely despise and hate about this time of year, and that is the end of daylight savings time. Now, this one hour change on the clock may seem very insignificant, but for many people, this switch from daylight to more darkness leads to a rise in depression, sadness, and a lack of motivation to do much of anything. So in today's episode, I am going to help you by giving a few suggestions of how to thrive during this seasonal change, and I hope to inspire you to shine in the darkness. Let's get clinical, clinical. Today, I'm putting on my clinical hat so that we can make this season a successful one mentally, physically, and emotionally. Listen, I love, love, love this time of year. Okay. For me, I'm happiness on steroids this time of year. It's my husband's birthday this, this month, my son's birthday, there's Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, my daughter's birthday, along with other family members. And it's just full of so much joy. But there's this one thing that kind of turns me into a Grinch and that's daylight savings time ending. It annoys me and I feel there is no need for this. Why are we doing this? We already have to deal with the cold weather and to make matters worse, it starts getting dark at like 4.30. For most people, by the time they get off from work, it's already dark and all you want to do is go home and get in the bed. Listen, my disdain for this change is one thing, but for some people, this change sparks some serious emotional and mental blocks and issues. There's depression and there's seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD or SAD. And then there's just this overall lower motivation to do things this time of year as well. Now, let me explain what seasonal affective disorder is or SAD. It is basically a major depressive disorder that occurs during a seasonal pattern that typically occurs during the autumn months and ends around March or April when springtime comes around. Symptoms can include fatigue, sadness, feelings of hopelessness, difficulty concentrating, and more. Most people with SAD have been dealing with it for years and oftentimes dread this time of year because they know that it's coming. For some people, this time of year is tough, not just because of the time change, but because of the holidays. The holidays are not joyous for everyone. For some, the thought of having Thanksgiving dinner with their family prompts stress, fear, and anxiety. For others, the thought of celebrating another Christmas without that loved one causes sadness and make them really dread the holidays. This time of year can be very complex and invoke an array of emotions for people. 
They may be stressed due to overextending yourselves financially, trying to give gifts. And on top of all that, the cold weather just makes you want to not go out and do anything, causing you to turn into a hermit. So with all of this, it is not a surprise that there is a rise in depression diagnosing during this time of year. During these last two months of the year, everyone is encouraging you to push and get as much done as you can before 2020 comes rolling in. And let's be honest, this may be one of the hardest times of the year to actually get things done. It's almost like our natural animal instinct wants to take over and we just want to hibernate, you know, like how the bears do. They prepare all year just to sleep during these next few months. And for some of us, that's what we want to do. Crawl in bed and just stay there until the springtime comes. But that is not how life works for us, guys. We have jobs, businesses, kids, families, projects due, goals to reach, and people depending on us. So we cannot fade to black. We must keep shining. So while I was doing some research on ways to combat this issue, my husband mentioned that I should look into people who live in Alaska because they go day after day after day and I believe up to 30 days of no sunlight, just darkness. Let me be honest, I could not imagine living like this. But there have been some people who live there and they are thriving in that darkness. And I wanted to know how are they doing this? So personally, the cold weather and all the darkness is tough especially when you have kids. Their outdoor time is very limited during this time of year. And sometimes I just don't want to go anywhere in the evenings because it feels like I should be in bed. But I have learned that I have to push through these feelings and continue to live life. I have to continue to be disciplined and continue to be consistent with my work. So now let's talk about what we can do during this season to help us continue to live a life that is fulfilling and joyful. All right, on to the tips. Tip number one is sunlight. Sunlight doesn't just look good. It is actually good for your body and the soul. This is especially important if you are dealing with seasonal affective disorder. You will want to get as much sunlight as possible. So open up your blinds while at home. And if when you get off from work, it's already dark, you're going to want to step outside during your lunch break to get some sunshine on your face. Be sure to bundle up. Don't let being cold be an excuse for you not to get some sunlight. Get the proper winter clothing so that you can go outside and actually enjoy it. Get your hat, your scarf, your coat, your gloves, your long johns, whatever you need in order to feel comfortable. Another option is to use light boxes. Light therapy boxes give off the light that mimics sunshine. It's recommended that you use these boxes for about 30 minutes a day if you can't go outside. It is also recommended that you use this in the morning time. So regardless of which method you use, whether it's sunlight or the light box, try to get some light in your life. You know, during the spring and summer, we take the sunlight for granted and we don't even understand how good it makes us feel. That is until we lose it during the fall and winter. So tip number one is to make a conscious effort to get some sunlight each day. Tip number two is exercise. So this tip does two things. One, it helps you stay active, which is known to help with mood disorders. Getting up and out, getting your blood flowing and releasing some energy is a great way to help you feel better. 
The second thing that exercise does is help you keep your weight under control. Y'all, let's be honest. One of the reasons I love this time of year is because of the food. I am already plotting on what I'm going to eat for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Along with eating all that holiday food, sometimes people eat and drink more during this time of year because it's comforting. One of my favorite winter traditions is sitting in the bed, eating ice cream, watching Hallmark movies. Don't judge me, okay? (laughs) And I know it's not healthy, but it's one of my many comfort foods that I eat during this season. Some people eat more because they are happy and some people eat and drink more because this time of year is tough and that is how they cope. So in addition to controlling your eating and drinking habits, exercise can help offset some extra weight gain that may occur during this time of year. Because the last thing that we need is for you to overeat, gain weight, and then feel worse this spring and summer because your body feels foreign to you. So exercise and release some energy and exercise to stay healthy. Okay, tip number three is socializing. I know, I know, you don't want to. You just want to stay home, close the door, and come out next year. (laughs) But as much as you want to turn into a hermit, I encourage you to try your hardest to do the opposite. Interacting with others, especially people you actually love and like, can be a real mood changer. Commit to going to social events and actually follow through. (laughs) I know I'm not the only person who said, yeah, girl, I'm gonna come to your gathering only to get home. It's cold and dark outside and you decide, "Mm -mm, sis, ain't gonna make it. Push through that desire to stay inside. Talking with others, laughing with others, human interaction is good for you. Y'all living through text messages and DMs is not enough. Make a decision to do something each week that requires you to be around those who matter to you. Now, let me be clear. I'm not telling you to go and spend time with that toxic group of cousins and them or the people who stress you out because you're afraid to say, no, I don't want to go. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about spending quality time with your loved ones and people who love and care for you. It will be worth it. Tip number four is to seek professional help. Y'all, sometimes these feelings The depression, the blues, the lack of motivation to get things done can be too hard for you to shake by yourself. This is when you need to go and talk to a professional who knows all about what you're going through. I recommend you talk to your doctor and a therapist. A doctor because they may prescribe medication or even vitamins like vitamin D that can help you feel better if you're dealing with seasonal affective disorder. And I recommend you talk to a therapist because maybe you need someone to help you process all the things you are feeling and thinking about that are contributing to you feeling this way. You will not do yourself any favors by trying to battle through this season by yourself. There are people who are trained to help you with this, so why not utilize them? Whether you're dealing with grief, stress, family issues, boundary issues, anxiety, whatever it is, there is someone out there who can help you deal with it. So seek help, take care of yourself, and talk to a professional. Tip number four goes right along with tip number three, and that is journaling. Just about every therapist out there, including myself, is going to ask you to journal between sessions. And for good reason. Y'all, journaling is therapeutic in itself. It helps you take the thoughts that are swirling around in your mind and put them on paper and make sense of them. This can help you get those negative thoughts and feelings out of your system. It can be a great release. 
it is especially helpful if you write about the things you're thankful for. That keyword, gratitude. Sometimes we can be so distracted and flooded by what is not going well or what we don't like that we miss the good stuff. So y'all know how I feel about gratitude journaling. Just try it and tell me how it worked for you after you do it for a little while. I promise you it'll be worth it. And tip number five, my last tip is to be determined. I'm going to tell you what I tell my clients who are dealing with anxiety and depression. And that is that anxiety, depression, sadness, and anything else will sit on your shoulders for as long as you let it. It will get all nice and cozy right in your lap and it will weigh you down. You have to make it move. You have to do things that will make it leave. You have to be determined and consistently work towards making it go away. Do the work, guys. Get some sunlight, exercise, socialize, seek therapy, journal, do whatever else you need to do to feel better. Action is required. Be determined to be well this season. It does not have to be this way. Take the steps, make the changes, be determined to shine through all this darkness. So I hope that you feel inspired to make the most of this season and to do the things necessary to feel better to spend time with those who matter most and with professionals who can help you and to be determined to live the life you deserve mentally, physically, and emotionally. Don't dim your light this season. We need you to shine. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope that you are ready to kill it this November and December. I'm super excited. I'm so hyped about this time of year. For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Go follow me on Instagram at LaShonda McLaurin. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.